Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the 2023 NFL Draft. Uh, we're down to down to getting down to the nitty gritty. We're down to one of our last elite prospects, I guess. I don't know. It's he's I don't know if he's elite, but he's definitely one of the guys that could get some first, second round consideration. Josh Downs, wide receiver from North Carolina. He measured in at five foot nine, hundred seventy one pounds, and my guest is Joe Pepe from Fantasy Pros. You may know him from all his crazy videos trying to kick the ball onto the rack at the gym or his fun relationship with Danny where they seem to just rag on each other all the time. So <laughs> how you doing, Joe? Yeah. yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. She just told me I had a big head before I came up here, so it just, like, falls right in line, you know? <laughs> nice, nice. You got to keep it light and fresh. Though. That's the way to do it, man. It's... Yeah, it keeps us, it keeps us entertained. You know, she has this thing where, like, I have, like, a flat back on my head, and she loves saying, like, go stand against the wall with your flat back of the head. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to have fun. You got to have fun. Always. All right. Josh Downs' player profile, he was rated as one of the top 100 recruits in the 2020 class after a stellar career in football and track at North Gwinnett High School in Georgia. A lot of, a lot of prospects from North Gwinnett High School there. Pretty famous, famous uh, high school. He signed with North Carolina in part to play for his uncle and former North Carolina NFL star, Dre Bly. That, man, I, I remember him. It feels like just a couple years ago. So I, I'm old now, really man. Old. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, Josh Downs is a freshman in 2020 and seven catches, 119 yards, three touchdowns, but broke out in 2021. First all team, first team all ACC with 101 grabs, 1,335 yards, eight touchdowns. Also had 16 return punts. This last year, he's second team AP All American, first team all conference with 94 catches, 1,029 yards, 11 touchdowns. He did miss a couple games due to an injury and opted out of the team's bowl game. So he'll satisfy the analytics guys with an early breakout age. Dominator rating, all that. He's there's a lot to like about him and tape and analytics, but we focus on the tape. So Joe, what skills do you think what what does Josh Downs have in his game you think will make him successful at the next level? So he has two of the things that I look for the most in wide receivers, and obviously incredible hands. I mean, that's the most important thing to a wide receiver. My whole rule is if it touches your hands, you gotta catch that. I don't care. I don't care how if it hit your fingers. You got to catch it. And he seems to do that consistently. And then he has this amazing footwork. Like, I don't want to see that little pitter-patter run-up that players do coming from him. Because I don't know if he's going left. I don't know if he's going right. I don't know if he's curling, if he's going to go deep, if he's going to hit me with a post. This kid's got amazing footwork. And he's got great grades across the board with things like man coverage. And even does pretty well in contested catches, even though I think he doesn't play up to his size so if i can get him in the right scheme something that actually schemes him open allows him to use that footwork and let him be a little creative he's going to be special but it all just depends on that landing spot right the footwork is a thing that noted that i noticed is there's no he's very deceptive he likes to set up defensive backs um, with all sorts of moves varying speeds little twitches i mean he's just incredibly electric when he runs his routes and i, I really really love seeing that and you mentioned the contested catches. I think his 72% of his contested catch catches he caught, which is crazy because he's he's got that, you know, he doesn't have the typical catch radius and frame you'd expect to win the contested catch guys. But I think the the twitchiness and the the way he manipulates the defenders and runs route, that's that's gonna get him on the field. But like you said, you gotta you think you think he's gonna be strictly slot guy or I do, and I think that's where the issue comes, is that he's not really a two-wide receiver set guy, in my opinion. 
So that's going to take him off the field a little bit. And then he does get bullied and a little manhandled and run blocking situations. So for me, that cuts off a team like my hometown Eagles. Because if you can't block, you're not going to be out there much for us. Like, we need people that can block as well because we already have A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith like that. So it does limit him a little bit. And you brought up his catch radius. And I agree, it's a very limited catch radius. And with working in the seams, that, that's difficult. So you need, like, that accurate passer. He cannot go somewhere. Not that this is going to happen, but if you pair him with Anthony Richardson, I'm not going to like that because Anthony Richardson has to get there from an accuracy standpoint still. I need somebody who I know is going to put that ball right on the money for him. And I, I just want him to play a little bit bigger. I know he's only 5'9", 170 pounds, and he does great in the contested catches, but there's times where I see him getting manhandled, and if you're going to be in the NFL, if you're going to be that high star, depending on your draft capital, you can't get manhandled. And the one last thing I don't like is him opting out of the bowl. I get it. 100% get it. I, you know, injuries, yeah. your payday's yeah. coming. I'm ultra competitive. You couldn't get me to opt out of a damn thing. Like I'm going in the senior bowl. I'm going to the combine. I'm doing everything because I'm getting one shot at this. You know, like I'm getting my one shot to do everything in my life. If I get injured, I get injured. It wasn't life's plan for me, but I get everybody's a little different there. Right. Yeah. I had mad respect for Bryce Young and, and Willie Anderson playing, even though Alabama really yep. didn't have anything to play for. You know, they yeah, they were out of it. it for me. So, if yeah. I'm a GM, if I'm a GM. I, and I, I get this a lot from Rick Spielman, somebody I like listening to a whole hell of a lot. Right. I want to see that competitive fire. I want you to go out and prove to me that you're the best on the court. I need that Kobe Bryant mentality from 50-something players on my team. That's what I want. All right. We know that we – oh, and he's a, he's a big play guy too. I mean, I don't know how many yeah. times I saw him. You know, he'll once he breaks out and he gets open, he, he's gone. I mean, he is incredibly fast. Oh, yeah. um, so other than – Lack of physicality is one of the biggest things I notice, and 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 weaknesses, and then obviously the catch radius. We already glanced on that. Um, see, is there anything else you wanted to notice as, or mention as far as a weakness? Or? No, I, I mean it's he's a it's it's a small class. It's a small class in the sense of like very, height, yeah. weight. That's not really there. That whole over six foot, maybe two twenty receiver. Very few and far between here. Uh, so. I'm not sitting here like knocking him for that all too much because that's just what's out here right now. And the game has changed a little bit, especially with how you hit people that you could be a smaller size. So I like his footwork. I like what he does. But for me, he's going to be very scheme dependent. So it really depends what slot he plays for, for what team, because if there's another person there, he might not get every opportunity. If he's in a place where they just don't really favor into the slot, that's going to worry me. I only have a couple of locations I truly love him in, and that's what scares me. Right. Speaking of locations, <laughs> we'll go to the mock draft database. Uh, a couple people have him going in the first round recently. Uh, 20 to the Seahawks. Someone had him going to the Eagles. You mentioned we don't like that. Uh, 22 to the Ravens, 27 to the Bills, 23 to the Vikings. Those are a couple that are just recent ones. Do you like any of those, or, or where do you think he goes? So my very top one is Seattle. I like Seattle. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do it with that 20th pick or not. I think that's no. a little early. You'll have to either trade back in or catch him in the very beginning of the second, something like that. I, I kind of like that Vikings one, depending on what they do with K.J. Osborne, like shipping him outside, maybe taking him out of the slot, moving Josh into the slot, but I don't – really know that deeply on KJ Osborne if he can swing outside like that. So but that would be a really great place. Another place I really like, speaking of a Minnesota player, is Carolina. 
if I could get him around the guy like an Adam Thielen, even though it's kind of a different position, just that veteran wisdom around him, someone to kind of train him up a little bit, and he doesn't have to rush into it. I like Chenault. I know he's like the, you know, a darling to everybody in fantasy, but I think that door is closed. It's locked. It's sealed shut. I think we're done with that. DJ Chark is nice, but in a free agency where he was one of the last sign and it was a weak class, that's not a great vote of confidence for me. I like to see him in a spot where he can grow with a young quarterback, which is obviously going to happen. And I think that's going to be C.J. Stroud here. So that's a very accurate passer, like I was saying before. And he gets somebody like Adam Thielen to kind of teach him, train him, coach him in ways like of being a better run blocker, running routes a different, you know, adding things to his route tree, maybe just playing a little bit bigger than he is because Adam Thielen's not a monster of a man. He's not D.K. Metcalf. So I kind of like that. Right. I kind of, I kind of low key like the Bills a little bit, although I still I think like that Sha- one too. Shakir could, I still have a little faith in Shakir. I, I don't know. So that's, <laughs> but, I, and that, that's a hundred percent me playing with my heart because I have Shakir on like every dynasty team. So I don't <laughs> want to talk bad about him. The one place that can always use him is the Baltimore Ravens. I don't care if they have a Nelson yeah. Aguilar there. He's trash. We made fun of him in Philly. We catch babies better than he catches footballs. So it's, I'm not worried about him. OBJ is up there coming off a new injury. You know, you have, I'm forgetting his name, Bateman. He's coming off an injury. Who's your quarterback? You could put him there because they need the weapons. But I would rather see Seattle and I would rather see Carolina. I could see the Bills too just because anybody with Josh Allen is an automatic up. Yeah, I think Downs would be good on Baltimore, but I worry about his fantasy value there. That's the only Yeah, I, I, I think it disappears if he goes there because there's too many average players. And if there's too many average players, players in the pot nobody right. succeeds in my opinion yep and they have those 11 tight ends too so um, yeah <laughs> yeah all right joe where does he stand in, in your rookie rankings is what wide receiver number is he who i bounce around a lot with this um i i really i can't give you the exact number all i know is i end up getting him yeah. towards the end of the first like with the very last pick or in the beginning of the second really depends on like super flex for that Obviously, JSN's above him. Obviously, we have Quentin Johnson, I think, will be above him, all depending on draft capital, obviously. I'm not a big fan of Jordan Addison, so I could flip-flop those and be okay with it. They're around the same thing for me, and Jordan Addison's 40 upsets me, where Josh Downs, I don't have to worry about that as much. So I, I'm right. right around there is where I have him. He goes three, he goes four. Some days he goes five if, like, my brain is just <laughs> in a mood where I don't like him. But he's yeah. always end of the first, beginning of the second for me. Yeah, I like that. And it's going to, you know, I hate I hate using the draft capital cop-out. But it's definitely yeah. when you have so many guys in this class that are the same height range, you mm-hmm. know, and there's a receiver for almost any need for any team in this class. So yeah. it's just going to be depending on who he gets, you know, where he falls and all that. So Yeah, if yep. he falls in the right scheme, he'll be my three. If he doesn't, he's a four possibly a five depending on where Jalen Hyatt falls. All right. You have a player count for him or uh, this was really tough. I thought about this all day. Um, I'm going to say a less tough Jamison Crowder. That's going to be my pick. I, I cause Jamison Crowder was like, yeah, something was loose up there in his head. That dude was crazy tough has played for years. Somehow still has a job. Like he's what I would hope Josh Downs turns into, but four years from now, I don't even know if Josh Downs is going to matter to my fantasy lineups. So it's it's a toss-up. He can go that way, but I'm not. Yeah, I see it. All right, cool. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad I finally got to talk to you, man. Um, yeah, same, man. 
Yeah, let me uh, let everybody know where they can find you on Twitter, find your work, your spiel. Yeah, so uh, Instagram, Twitter, pretty much everything is at JPEP20. I write for Fantasy Pros. You'll be seeing a lot more after the draft. I just take a little break after the Super Bowl for my own mental sanity. Uh, I throw out like my own little podcast every so often because I just like to rant about stuff. And so just keep an eye on that. It's called Dropping Dimes if you want to find it on Spotify. Nothing crazy. Always really short. I love those short, sweet shows. But otherwise, just come follow me on Twitter. Come see me kick balls and racks. Come see me post my dog way too much. But again, always at JPEP20. Thank you, man. All right, you can find me on Twitter, FF People's Champ, this podcast, Daily Draft RPRT. Thank you all very, very much for listening. As always, have a fantastic weekend. Talk to you Monday. Thank you.